Welcome to I'm In, the Institute of Hospitality's official podcast sponsored by Caterer.com and hosted by me, Phil Streets, FIH. Today, we're talking about social media and joining me to pull this topic apart, we have Joshua Wilson, AIH, Kim Bailey, MIH and Harry Murray, FIH. As always, a massive thank you to all three of them for giving up their time and opinion on this broad subject. So to find out if social media is a useful servant or a lousy master, let's get to it. Hello and welcome to the next episode of I'm In, the Institute of Hospitality's official podcast, hosted by me, Phil Street, FIH. And we have a cracker lined up for you today. As always, I'm joined by an all-star cast of three brilliant human beings from within the IOH membership, who are all very kindly giving up their time to chat to us today. So, first up, and from within the fellowship... We have yet another legend, and possibly the legend of all legends, that is Harry Murray, MBE. Welcome to the show, Harry. Thank you, Phil. How are you today? I'm good. I'm in good form. Um, yeah, raring to go. Excellent. And for the uh, for the two people out there who haven't heard of you and what you do, can you, you fill us in as to who you are and what you're currently up to? Right. Well, I'm currently uh, president of HOSPA a master inholder, a governor of the Royal Academy of Culinary Arts uh, and ambassadors at Hospitality Action, Springboard and a fellow of the Institute of Hospitality. And I have had a most incredible career managing luxury hotels uh, across five decades and still enjoying the industry. Fantastic. So yeah, you're you're in the the throes of well, you uh, earlier well last year it was you stepped down from your your chairman role at Luckman Park if that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. But yet, it sounds like you've never been busier. No, in fact, you know the phone sort of rings a little bit more now because of stepping down. I mean, I was at Luckman Park for twenty five years in total, but always, um, you know, enjoyed contributing to the industry that's been so good to me. Bless you. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think you're, uh, I know that you take a a huge amount of pleasure in giving back. And um, it sounds like you're definitely doing that now. Yeah. Um, Where are you recording from today, Harry? I'm recording from home. And uh, last night, it was the presentations of the specialised chefs uh, with Bournemouth and Poole College, which you know, uh, I think over 400 chefs have come through this specialised course. And of course, many of our leading chefs came through the course. But it's it's a great pleasure to see them graduate. And uh, last night, uh, there were 15 that actually graduated. So, um, yeah, they're, they're now Fantastic. on the road to success. Great stuff. Yeah, well, we've got to keep the next generations coming through. Uh, never more important than it has been now. Right. Great stuff. Well, you're very, very welcome. And then next up from within the MIH ranks, we have the absolutely fabulous Kim Bailey, Head of Marketing at the IOH itself. I'm not sure how to follow Harry, actually, to be fair, Phil. (laughs) So Um, we'll just end it there. Yeah, I think we should. I I don't think I've got anything else to say to add to this. Um, Yes. Hello, everyone. Um, Yes, I'm a member of the Institute of Hospitality, um, and I'm also the Head of Marketing, as Phil's just said, at the Institute. And I'm actually completely new to the hospitality sector. I actually joined the Institute last August. 
and um, hospitality to me is um, is is a really blank canvas in terms of of my role um, and how I fit because I, I I bring nothing with me other than obviously skills I've I've learned from other sectors. So it's really exciting for me to be here with the presence of Harry and obviously uh, our other guests as well. So thanks for having me. You're very very welcome. And I think what I like about the the fact that you you actually come from out of industry, he says in inverted commas, is that you know that's great. We need more of that. We need more fresh and original approaches to things. You know, it's got to keep keep the industry on its toes and keep it fresh and original. So I think um, I think it's great. And you've certainly hit the ground running. There's no question about it. Yeah, I mean, sort of coming I mean, in at the end of of um, of COVID and the the lockdown, etc. Um, obviously, before we went into other restrictions, sort of towards the Christmas period last year, 2021, has been um, mind blowing. I mean, I I took this role purely because I wanted to have a challenge and I haven't been disappointed and I mean the the hospitality sector has been so hard hit as we all know and as we keep hearing but you know working at the institute and being there to bring our members voices to the forefront and and really give them um, a a power of 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 listening as well to what they have to say is 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 really incredible actually I'm enjoying it so much I think it's definitely the best industry that I've ever worked for and I'm not just saying that because I work now in the institute but it's definitely uh, it's challenging but it's rewarding I think that's the key Absolutely, I, you know everything uh, worth doing is challenging, right? Mm. Ultimately, you know you've got to work work through battles and and things like that. But um, no, you you're an absolute breath of fresh air, and I've um, enjoyed the short time that we've been working together on this project, but also meeting you at uh, at networking events because we can network again. I know it's so exciting. It's, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, simple pleasures, simple pleasures. <laughs> but uh, no, you're very very welcome, and uh, and thanks for for agreeing to do this. Thank you. And then finally, from within our associate members, we have Joshua Wilson, who is, uh, sorry, Wilson, not Wilson, who is the vice chair of the IOH Cymru branch, student committee and full-time student himself. Welcome, Joshua. Thank you very much, Phil. Good morning and good morning to Kim and Harry as well. It's lovely to to meet to meet Harry and to see uh, Kim again. Lovely to be here for the podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me. Yes, my name is Joshua Wilson. I am a full-time student at the University of Wales, Trinity St. David in Swansea. And as you've already mentioned, the vice chair of the Institute of Hospitality, Cymru Branch uh, Student Committee within Swansea. So it's a pleasure to be here and to talk about such a relevant and an important topic today, Phil. Um, I think hospitality is such an important sector, especially coming out of the, the ends of COVID. It's particularly important to get this networking out again and to have these really important conversations on the forefront of what we do. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't have put that better myself. So uh, just give us a, a quick snapshot of what uh, a vice chair of, uh, of a student committee gets up to. So, Phil, basically, this is a relatively new student committee. We've been able to form this in university, my lectures were coming together to try and uh, bring this forward for the whole of Wales. 
and I was lucky enough to be chosen to represent as the vice chair. Philippa Fitzgerald, who is the chair of the branch, she'll be leaving very soon and I'll be taking up the role as chair whenever she does. Uh, so as I say, very new committee, but we are representing the whole of Wales for the students, for the IOH, as I've already mentioned, the IOH, such an important organisation for those involved in hospitality. I'm there to assist the chair and to facilitate with, with what they do and with all of the hospitality events that we may organise. We are hopefully on the 26th of March, sorry, the 26th of April, going to be hosting an event at the Senate, the Welsh Government, as part of the IOH Student Cymru Committee. We're going to be organising an event there. So relatively new committee, but very exciting things to come. Fantastic. Yeah, well, that's great. I mean, that's a, it's kind of a, a, a bit of a mantra of the IOH at the moment. There's lots of new initiatives coming into play, lots of new territory mm-hmm. being explored, um, which is great. It's um, it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, Josh, right. Josh was doing a great job, I have to say, over in um, in Wales. Amazing. <laughs> oh, very thank you, Kim. Of your actions over there, Joshua. Well done. Oh, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Fantastic. That's good to hear. Great stuff. Well, you're all very, very welcome. And I, uh, I again, I thank you all for for spending time with us today to talk about this subject. But before we get into that, I just want to go over very quickly each and uh, every one of you the reasons why you're in with the Institute of Hospitality. I'll come back to you, Harry. How long have you actually been a member with the IOH now? Uh, it's 40 years this year since I became a wow. fellow. Um, really? And I wow. think prior to that, I think it was something like probably 10 years as a, as a member. But I became a fellow in 1982 when I became a mastering holder in 1982, so 40 years. Right, and I suppose in that time you've you've not seen any changes <laughs> in the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a few changes uh, and a few recessions, but none come even close to the pandemic. Not even close. Yeah. And I think of the yeah. Gulf War. I think of you know the the, the crash in 2008. And the you know the three day week the minor strikes I mean I look back, but nothing nothing comes even close to to the pandemic. It just shows you that there's always something new to learn. Yeah, isn't there? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so why did you why did you say I'm into the institute in the first place? Um, in in terms you mean the recent uh, in. Um, I, or, or just yeah, just what, why are you with the IOH? Why why do you feel it's uh, an important? I think well, first of all, I think it's very important. You know, the development of, of of young people, attracting young people to the industry, professionalism. You know, it is so important. And and I mean, you know, in more recent times, I mean, really convincing parents, uh, teachers, uh, career advisors that this is a profession that it is a career of choice and and in terms of i'm in i thought you know the appointment of robert uh, richardson was a, a tipping point mm. and in particular his track record of promoting hospitality uh, to young people uh, yeah. and his strong views on diversity and inclusion which has been demonstrated by the young and diverse team he's put together which is clearly displaying energy right across the industry um <clears throat> and the timing of that could not be better and 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 just you know listening to to joshua that you know the, how important it is uh, to have young people 
uh, driving because it's young people that will attract young people to join the industry. It's not people like me that, that that's uh, at the end of my career. You know, it really is, you know, role models that, that can demonstrate how enjoyable this industry is. Absolutely. And, um, and Kim, uh, apart from, obviously, you had no choice but to become a member of... Uh, <laughs> why are you... At, why did you say I'm in? Yeah, I was, I, was, I was completely forced into it, Phil. So, you know, it's not an option for me. Yeah, obviously, I'm an employee. So, But to be honest, I mean, you know, when I, when I saw and applied for the job, I think one of the key aspects prior to me taking the role and saying I was into the hospitality um, industry and the institute per se was really as, as Harry just mentioned was Robert's sort of energy because I could see overall the the industry and and obviously the dilemmas and 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 pressure it had been under and then having met um, Robert several times at point of interview I really was quite enthused by not only his energy but his outlook and the fact that he did want to make changes the fact that he completely understood the the challenges that everybody faced going forward and I think the fact that he also embraced me as coming out from outside the industry was quite refreshing as well because you know I, I pretty much thought that maybe they would go for somebody sort of from within within their own um, sector but that mm. really inspired me as well to see that there was going to be a sea change and the institute I could see had such a journey ahead of it um, and with Robert at the helm I felt that you know I could really make a contribution and I was obviously delighted when he chose me to to take up the role um, and then clearly when I was assessed I became a member and obviously overjoyed at that so I'm, I'm a big advocate as you can hear just like Harry um, of the Institute and the work that it does and I really love the energy that we now have and I think now more than ever we have so much more of a presence within the industry and we're doing some really great work so you know I'm really delighted to be an MIH and part of it. Brilliant. And um, yeah, I mean, this is fast turning into a bit of a Robert Richardson loving, isn't it? I'm sorry, Robert. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. Don't worry, I'll put an end to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's fine. Um, no, that's great. And I uh, I think I, I, I echo what you say completely. And uh, I, I equally, as I said earlier on, I just think it's it's a breath of fresh air to have different voices coming into to play uh, as well with you know, and somebody like yourself who has come from a different sector. You know, this this is valuable. Uh, I think, in terms of how the, the industry moves forward. So, no, thank you very much. And then, Joshua, why did you say I'm in? So, Phil, I've always had a deep passion and connection within the hospitality sector. It's something I've always been wanting to develop my interest into further and try new things, new opportunities, open new doors, etc. But as Harry was saying, I couldn't agree with Harry more because the hospitality industry so far has had a tumultuous journey over the past two years, as you can all imagine, with COVID-19. So seeing what the virus has done to my sector made me want to get involved and say I'm in even more. So whenever I was attending college back in Belfast, I was always encouraged 
to create strong links within this reputable organization within the IOH so that I could benefit from it in, in the future as well as coming into a new hospitality family, if you will. So having all of yeah. these different factors included has played a pivotal has played a pivotal role into coming and for, and for me coming into the IOH and meeting all of you and trying to develop those connections and networks further. Fantastic. Yeah. And well done for getting the word tumultuous in, by the way, as, as well. <laughs> that's the key word for the day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Taking that one forward. Um, no, that's great. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I've, you know, I think I've been pretty vocal about it in the past as to, to the reasons why I, I'm, I'm in uh, as well. And I, I just love the, the direction that it's heading. Change is inevitable. Um, it's being embraced wholeheartedly right now. And uh, yeah, let's... Can I um, could I, yeah, also, could I also just say, um, Phil, that, you know, we need to put this on record on, on audio that um, we'd like to congratulate you for um, also becoming a fellow of the Institute quite recently. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. Yes, congratulations, yeah. Phil. Yeah, yeah, well thank done. you very much. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say. I, um, <laughs> congratulations. It was a very, very pleasant surprise when it when it uh, happened. And um I like uh, much like Harry, I, I take a great deal of pleasure in giving back. And, um, you know, if that's being acknowledged, then I, I'm a happy man. Absolutely. What it's done, Phil, is, is I mean, there are so many people and so many icons in the industry. But I mean, you know, to read the stories as you know, I've, I've really enjoyed the stories because you learn so much about people. Uh, during yeah. their discussions with you, things you didn't know about them, you you knew what their career paths were, but I think it it's the inside stories that that uh, make it so interesting, and and what's what makes our industry so interesting because it's made up Absolutely. of such a combination of people who came in for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah totally. Well, I mean, at, at peak, at the, there's three million people that work in this industry yeah. in this in this country alone. And uh, that's three million very different stories. You wouldn't have one story that was exactly the same um, within so, so that. that. I've, I've, so that yeah, should keep you going for a few years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, no, that's great. Well, thank you very much for indulging us on that. And um, well, I think it's time to get stuck into our subject of the day, which is social media. Um, now, social media is ruling how people consume information these days so my question is is it a useful servant or is it a lousy master but before we get into kind of we'll, we'll come to conclusions on that as we discuss but i i want to start off on a positive footing um, and i'm quite happy for anybody to just jump in on this uh, who wants to jump in what are the good things about social media I mean, I think from my perspective, obviously, because with being head of marketing for the Institute, clearly social market, uh, social media and, and digital marketing comes under my remit, as it were. So I think um, in general terms, it provides us with an amazing opportunity to to get in touch with a range of people that we may not be able to to reach in any of the mediums. And in some respects, have a two-way dialogue, which is which is quite direct. It really does provide us with uh, an opportunity to promote our brand, to look at deepening our brand, and I think also assisting our sort of customers or membership with 
helping them to understand what we do and how we do it. So I think in general, my feeling is that, you know, there's a lot of positives about social media. And of course, it also provides us with that, that other downward tunnel, which is that there are also bad things about that, that we could talk about as well. But in general, I think it's, it's fairly positive. Um, it does provide us with an amazing channel. Um, and I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been, you know, it's been a rise and rise, hasn't it, of, mm-hmm. uh, of social media into prominence. And um, you can't, you can't get away from it, really. I mean, if, if you're in business, you need to have a presence, mm-hmm. um, because it can be of massive, massive benefit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd, Harry, what are your thoughts? I, the reason I ask you is because I remember you being one of the, the uh, not the, the first, as it were, but you were pretty prominent on social media quite early on. Well, Twitter. I, I, I joined uh, social media in 2013. So I'd become chairman of, I was chairman of Luckman Park then. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love social media and uh, I'm on all the platforms, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, even Strava. I, I, I sort of even socialize on Strava when I'm on a bike or running or whatever. I was going to say, that's the um, fitness app, isn't it? Yeah. But I, I really do feel, like Kim, it keeps it keeps me in contact with every sector of hospitality. And it, and it really gives me the opportunity to promote hospitality as, as a career of choice uh, and to also, you know, share my own experience and to inspire young people. And as I mentioned, you know, just... Just being at that event last night, it, it, that's what really sort of pleases me is to, to have the opportunity to, you know, congratulate those young people, which, which I will be doing later on social media, uh, to make contact with them. I mean, I met parents last night of, of, of some of these young chefs and, and communicated with them. So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't do it you know, to, to, to promote Lucknam. I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't do it to promote Lucknam. I, I, because we got PR people to do that. My, my purpose was to promote the industry and to promote and inspire young people. Uh, and, and as I say, I love it. Don't you find it's quite motivational as well, even for, you know, if you're the audience end of it, when you see these posts, as you're saying, Harry, you know, these incredible people doing these amazing things, it really feel, makes you feel not only proud, but it really is quite motivating to see what people can achieve and have achieved. Um, and it, it almost, in some cases, can, can bring you, you know, close to tears. Well, I mean, a good example of that, I mean, is this morning. I mean, um, Northcote Manor, mm. over the past 22 years, has raised £250,000 for hospitality action mm. uh, by, you know, you know, promoting, bringing in chefs. And, and, you know, just to see that, you know, what can be done from one hotel for hospitality action. And, and you know, we've got... Uh, this back to the floor coming up, where last time we did that, 130,000 was raised. And we had great fun doing it as well. I mean, and it's through social media that promote, you couldn't do that by email or, or, yeah. or any other media. You know, it, it has to be done on social media to, to, to get, you know, to sell the tables, uh, to get the participants. And that that's, you know, one of the great things about social media. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. 
it definitely gets it out there. It's an immediate format, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's yeah. it's and it and it's also by the same token, it's immediate feedback, isn't it? Absolutely. Immediate yes. interaction if if yeah. you if you want it. Um, Joshua, what what are your thoughts? Yeah, so actually, I've just been listening there quite intently. That's very interesting, Kim and Harry's points because I know within Kim's role in the IOH as head of marketing, that's quite an important area that you need to focus on quite intently. And especially whenever asked what are the good things about social media from my perspective, I think is having the ability to connect with new people daily. I think this is a revolutionary uh, sort of approach that we can connect with people on a daily basis. And from a professional perspective, you can end up meeting potential employers and business personnel from within the IOH or other different companies, which I think is hugely important. Um, Social media can also be a place for those perhaps to find their voice within industry and maybe for example introverts who find it somewhat difficult to express their thoughts verbally or in front of many people can get it down or, or come across on social media for many more to see and I, I do believe truly that it improves your self-confidence and networking skills I mean whenever I'm going across into London for these different events as part of the above and beyond series with the IOH I always try and get all of my experiences down on social media for people to see and to see all of the different experiences that I can come across along the way. I just uploaded one on LinkedIn last night with my experience at the Shard in London, as well as going to the Dorchester on the 20th of March. So these sort of skills, these confidence and networking skills, these are all needed and are required within industry. So our social media, the the way we use it, these can build the foundation. We can build the foundations of these skills so that we can continue building for the rest of our working careers. I mean, I think that, uh, that's absolutely true, Joshua, everything you've just said. And, you know, and thank you for the post, which I saw, actually, um, from Above and Beyond. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you for plugging Above and I Beyond know, as well. The next venue. Um, we I mean, I think we build communities, you know, social media builds communities um, and you know, whether we, we're looking backwards or whether we're looking forwards and whether we like it or whether we don't, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to link people up um, to get them talking about a particular issue, mm-hmm. as we said about feedback, etc., actually is helping our industry no end. And it has been a lifeline. Social media has provided a lifeline to many people mm-hmm. um, in the past few months, um, stroke years, and I think continues to do so. Um, going forward as well and you know as we said because it's so immediate that that dialogue that people can have where they can Mm -hmm. actually see a response I think is is very important because you know people can get quite isolated and they can get very lonely that's correct um as part of their jobs you know they're working different shift patterns you know they might be in a an, in a small organization a small hotel where they don't perhaps see many people and they want to keep in touch with the outside world so I think it really is building communities do you know I do I do agree with that Kim wholeheartedly because I think without social media with with going into the good points me coming from an extremely small village in Northern Ireland where nobody will probably know where it is without social media and trying to delve into those connections and networking skills that I've learned along the way, I wouldn't have been able to meet different people like you all in the IOH or getting to these events. So it has played an important role within my development within university and from a professional perspective as well. Yeah, I, I suppose it's a, a, it's like a tentative first step, uh, I suppose, into... Mm-hmm. 
before you actually physically meet somebody, you can actually build a relationship with somebody online. I am quite old school and I'm quite openly old school in the fact that I, I wholeheartedly believe in human to human contact mm. uh, is the is the way forward for building anything positive. Mm. Um, and I don't really care if people think that I'm wrong. I'm I, you, you could never change my mind uh, on that. Uh, but I also see the, the value in especially as a recruiter, um, uh, you know, if I'm trying to build new networks and new, uh, well, yeah, new networks in a, an area of the industry that I'm not especially specialized in, then you, utilizing something like LinkedIn is incredibly valuable. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, in the space of one day, I can now know 20 more people in a certain space that mm-hmm. I didn't know when I started that day. Mm. And that's um, that's incredibly powerful. Um, yeah, I mean, it is a mass tool, isn't it, for, for contacting people? But I, I actually agree with you as well. Having said all that I've just said, I agree with you, Phil, that, you know, face-to-face contact, building relationships old school is, I still think, the way forward. I think everything has its place. And yeah. I think it's very mm. much sort of horses for courses. And I, I think that, you know, certainly face-to-face events is, is still very important in, in the mix of, of how we talk talk to people and how we communicate mm-hmm. they're vital yeah absolutely i mean the key word is social right i mean you know when yeah, you look yeah. at the positive sides of things the positive side of social media is all about the word social mm-hmm. and everything that comes with that great stuff okay well i mean some definitely some positive things to consider there the yin to the yang of of the good is is bad what would you say in your own experience are, are the negative sides of social media? And, and Harry, I don't know if you want to, to chip in. Well, I think I think what's just been mentioned, uh, you know, it, it does reduce face-to-face interaction. I mean, people don't use the telephone calling people as much as they used to do. You know, they, they, they very often do it through social media as opposed to, you know, perhaps just picking up the telephone. What do I think is bad about it? I think the abuse and foul language and the cyberbullying I find is 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 doing harm to to people, uh, mm. young people who you know feel inferior uh, to the so-called perfect people. You know, the people with the perfect teeth, hair, build, whatever. Um, and it, and it, it can people like me, Harry. <laughs> no, it can it can create. I think it can create depression. I think it's something you have to be very careful of. It, it, it can also, I think, increase craving for attention. You know, did, mm. did somebody follow me? Did somebody respond yeah. to my, you know, and, and continually checking that, that, you know, people are, you know, sort of checking and, and, and so forth. So, so, so there are some negative points. You've got, you've got to really divorce yourself from it where you, you, you use it for the purpose it's there for as we mentioned in the positive points, it, it can be a distraction. And, 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 and I think people are reading less, um, you know, just looking at statistics mm. because they spend more time on social media. They're not reading as much um, mm. and, and looking at other ways of passing time. Um, I notice on the trains, for example, you used to see people reading. Uh, what you see now is everybody on their iPhones, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, so, so, you know, I mean, I've got to say my family, you know, I've got 10 grandchildren and, you know, we, we, we sort of 
try to in, you know introduce rules uh, about you know not at the table and not when we're having conversations but I'm the biggest culprit I'm afraid so so, so, <laughs> so, so, so they point they point whenever I make a point they point finger at me and say just look at your followers and look at how many times you tweet it <laughs> yeah do you find it quite addictive, Harry? Yes, it is, and and you know be. I'm 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 continually being warned uh, to 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 sort of put it down, and and uh, but I'm I'm always sort of thinking, oh, I must like like today, I'm I'm now thinking about you know the specialised chefs, I must I must get something out about it that that mm-hmm. I feel you know obliged to to do it as soon as possible to to mm-hmm. applaud those people that receive their awards so yeah mm. it, it, it can be addictive and 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 uh, i think i think it is time to sort of start looking at perhaps fixed times when you when when you do social media uh just like exercise you know you say right i'm going to exercise from you know six till seven or seven till eight whatever and and have fixed times to try and and control it no i i think mm. that's important the the one of the best things that i learned on social media maybe five or six years ago was just turn all push notifications off mm-hmm. um, because it's it's then it's one of those things that as you say then you can you're you're taking back a little bit of control in the fact that your phone's not flashing at you every two seconds because mm-hmm. I don't know somebody's yeah. liked something on Instagram somebody's you know commented on something on Facebook or your emails have come through even or whatever you then right this is my time where i'm going to spend the next 20 minutes doing social media stuff and you're not then you just i just crack on with the rest of my day mm-hmm. and i've found that to be massively useful but I, the the addiction element uh, you know i even feel that to this day yeah. if i'm posting something out whether it's about the podcast or whether it's about kind of anything really mm. I, you know i'm craving has, has anybody liked it yet? Has anybody commented? <laughs> no. Um, is anybody actually watching what I'm doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's um, yeah, but you know, I, I'm aware of that, and, uh, and 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 I quite thankfully can control my own mm-hmm. emotional response to that. But um, but there I, there must be a, a huge amount of people out there who can't. Oh, definitely. I think one of the the bad things about social media that that is I find quite annoying is that I mean it's called social media and yet we don't have we're losing social skills mm-hmm. of interacting with one another and talking to one another. Yeah. Um, Harry mentioned about you know people don't call anymore. Well, that's that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. But even you know face to face events because of COVID, we've not been able to sort of you know. Um, touch flesh or whatever they call it or press flesh and now we're obviously back into doing that but you kind of get a little bit hesitant and lose a little bit of confidence I think because you're just like oh how do I interact how do I you know Mm -hmm. I want to come across well and and I'm I'm not sure of what to say or how to say it we've kind of lost that a little bit and I think social media has allowed us to be at arm's length so much um, Mm -hmm. that we we're not we're not good when we're face to face with people. I think we've lost a lot of those skills. And I think the other thing that really annoys me is spam, mm-hmm. um, social media. Sorry, um, Kim. Sorry. I'll stop that now going forward. You said that. Sorry. Please do. 
Yeah. Can you stop it right now? Yeah. Um, so I thought you were going to stop me talking. No, no, no. I, I, I just realised I cracked a joke that nobody got. And no, I, um... get it. Anyway, moving on swiftly, now that Phil has, has made us notice that it was a joke. Um, so, you see, we were all waiting for you to just stop everything, Phil, and just throw us out. Um, yeah, so, so one thing I absolutely do hate is spam. Um, and purely because I think, you know, everybody started to jump on this bandwagon of social media uh, and they think we've got to do something and it mm. doesn't matter about quality they just go down the quantity route and I think it's really sad that it actually then turns so many people off as well yeah, because you just, yeah you just said about you know turning off notifications it becomes annoying when you're starting to be notified, you know, of somebody who's just posted something to say that they've just visited and had a, you know, a, a fantastic burger, which is great and everything in its place. But yeah, we need to, that's a, a really bad thing, I think, with regard to social media, this, this spam alert mm -hmm. situation needs to be rectified. And we've all got to, we, we all need to take ownership of that because I'm sure we all do it to a certain extent. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the, the, the other thing for me is, is that, that there a lot of, especially in the written word, if, um, if you're not fully eloquent with the, the English language, then, and I'm not talking uh, about people from all over the world, by the mm -hmm. way, I'm talking about generally, you know, anyone, mm -hmm. things can be taken massively out of context. If you, you know, whatever you're writing about, you might have a positive intention behind it, but it just... Mm -hmm because of the way it's been written, it can, it can come across something completely different. And so en what ends up happening is, is that because of that instant feedback that you can get from people is that you know, before you've even pressed send, you've got three responses uh, mm -hmm. you know, that are jumping down your throat and it's making good people look bad. Mm -hmm. um, I do agree with that. Yes, absolutely. Do you think people lose reality as well, sense of reality through social media? As, as Harry pointed out before, particularly the youngsters, I, I mean, I stopped mm -hmm. looking at images of celebrities and how they look. But, you know, those youngsters like you, Joshua, and, mm -hmm. and friends of yours, I guess, you know, you're looking at things all the time and, and trying to aspire yeah. to be. And it's not always true to life or, or reality as we know it is it do you know it's it's interesting Kim that you say that especially with with people of my age as well because what I have noticed uh, since social media has really skyrocketed in, in recent years um, it has become quite bad because there are good elements to social media but they're also extremely bad ones and as you're saying there are about certain images etc there is now this sort of uh, per, perpetual attitude to look a certain way on Instagram, uh, the platform Instagram, for example, where you can see falsehoods of people uh, that are then radiating into the minds of teenagers because they're always thinking that, oh, I want to look a certain way. And this, I think this then in turn changes them and makes them act completely different, which can have an overall impact on their physical and mental health. Um, it is extremely disheartening to see as well, um, as this we are now hearing more about, I don't know, you've probably heard of the word FOMO, which is fear of missing out. And especially in 2022, as we're coming into 2022 now and with COVID, I can find it more prevalent. But I think some of us have experienced this uh, in, uh, uh, in recent times. And I think these key areas and, and a wide range more can have long-term health effects, like, for example, depression, anxiety, it can have uh, and give us an undesired sense of isolation. But with Harry saying there about uh, rules at the table, etc., I think that's very important because I've noticed 
in my times as well, the amount of times I would go out somewhere for dinner or going to meet somebody and they're sitting on their phones constantly and you're not actually having a conversation with them. And I find that a little bit, I, I don't really like that. So having that sense of social gathering and having the, the social aspect of things as a part of being on your phone all, all of the time, I think is very important. I think balance, isn't it? Everything needs yeah. to be in balance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Have any of you ever been on the receiving end of, of negative social media comments? I haven't, thank goodness, yet. <laughs> <laughs> I've just set that up now, haven't I? People are going to be spamming you now, Kim. Absolutely, with thanks, Phil. <laughs> no, not, not with me, Phil, not uh, in recent times. The only time I maybe would have been attacked would have been perhaps just back home physically in, in terms of bullying, but nothing, nothing in the social media aspect, thank goodness, because I feel nowadays people can... Uh, especially teenagers can really do that online which can really be harmful and it's not a sense of maybe having it physically out in the playground at school or something happening mm. there physically so they can take the phones home with them and attack them all day or all night and i think that's a yeah. very that's a very sad very sad reality in this world definitely yeah we were just absolutely. saying about you know words words can be very painful and you know as, as phil you just mentioned about you know if you're reading something people can misread it uh, and i think you know having these words out there in social media um whatever the platform may be actually can wound a lot harder than being mm -hmm. physically punched when you know you used to maybe get hit in the, the playground back in the day not that you'd remember that joshua but um you know i think and because there's a longevity as well to social media it stays there and you can keep reflecting on it and reflecting on it mm -hmm. um so i think yeah words are very damaging have consequences mm -hmm. i think the the way to to avoid that is not not to get involved uh with, yeah. with any arguments you know whether it be political or religious or whatever yeah. um i mean firstly a good example of how you need to be careful uh, on on social media is is you know the recent um problems within cricket you know where you know uh, people were accused of racism and then when they went back over the years they found that that person had also you know, sort of applied racism in, in some of his comments. Mm. So one has to be very careful of what you put out. Um, yeah. But I yeah, mean, you've got to uh, be squeaky it, clean now, haven't you? Sorry? <laughs> you've got to be squeaky clean now. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, 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 you, you have to be very, very careful when you think of the millions all over the world that, that, that uh, are, you know, sort of can tune into to social media. But I mean, um, the only thing that's happened to me happened recently at the end of January. A hotelier that was a trainee with me 30-odd years ago uh, put something on, on Instagram, on, on messages on Instagram, saying it's taken me, it's taken me three hours to, to do this for you. And, and there was a little box. And I thought, well, you know, what has he done? And, and I opened that, and, and, and my Instagram was closed down. Uh, oh. Now, under normal circumstances, that may not have been serious. Unfortunately, the Instagram, I hadn't changed my email from Lutnam Park to my new email address. And it took me two weeks uh, to get back on Instagram. Uh, and, right. <laughs> how, and, and it was so frustrating because you're completely blocked out. 
but you know just a little message like you know it's taken me three hours to do this for you and you you know you're tempted to say oh let's open it i mean you know it's taught me yeah, a lesson yeah. <laughs> yes. me a lesson not, not to open those things they're quite sophisticated now aren't yeah. they and mm-hmm. um the um even the way that they word things gets you think oh is this genuine or not yeah. could be um yeah. absolutely <laughs> I think um, the other thing regarding sort of social media, good, bad, indifferent, I think as with all communications channels, I think the key is be responsible. Whatever you put out there and whenever you put it out, you need to take responsibility for what you're saying and doing. Um, I mean, that goes in life generally, I think, because, you know, it, it. you have to you have to live by values um mm-hmm. or you should be living by values if they still exist i don't know and you know <laughs> well i'm hoping so phil yeah. um, but you know responsibility is important and and you know we should be taught that whether it's social media or not but when we communicate it, it's essential mm-hmm. absolutely the uh, the one time it happened to me i got I got accused of being too bloody positive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm with that. Yeah, I'll, you I'll are. Take, I'll take um, I'll take that kind of trolling all yeah. day, every day. Um, yeah. Well done, that's, Phil. If, yeah, if that's the best. If, keep keep that standard up uh, <laughs> of, of, of the trolling for sure. No, that's great. I um, I'm a little bit conscious of time, but I I I come back to the the first statement really about it either being a useful servant or a lousy master. Do I, any of you have anything to add, really, I suppose, in terms of do, do you feel that social media is a, <clears throat> excuse me, a useful servant uh, or is it, in fact, a lousy master? I think everything in moderation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sit I, on the fence. Yeah. I, I'm yep. sorry. I was just going to say I'm a bit of a balanced approach as well. I feel like there are the good elements. There are the bad elements. I wouldn't really go into one and say it's bad or it's good overall. I think there are. It's a very balanced approach and we'll have to be very responsible whenever we're using it, definitely. Yeah, and I agree. It, it, it has to be about balance. And from a personal perspective, it, it really is my objective, you know, really to promote the industry and to inspire other people. Uh, so not looking for feedback for myself. And, and I think if, if that's the case, if you're not looking for anything for yourself, then it becomes very positive um, yeah. because you're not looking for that fix on has anyone followed or what have you. And, um, you know, I think, I think that, that is key is balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I think as well, you know, as with, with, from a marketing perspective, as with any sort of marketing strategy, you know, social media has a place within a strategy of an organisation. Mm. Um, and obviously within the IOH, that's no different. And it plays a very, very important role. However, we shouldn't you lose sight of the fact that there are other communication channels as well that, that may also work ex- exceptionally well in certain circumstances. So I think, um, you know, again, moderation, be responsible. And overall, it definitely has a place in our communication strategy. Couldn't agree more. Phil, Phil let, me, let me finish on a high. Um, yeah, please. I, I love, I love, I love inspiring people but occasionally it's nice to be inspired in 1982 so i'm going back 40 years i i read a book called in search of excellence i read it in one night and what i loved about that book is the fact that 
my style of management was management by wandering around. Mm-hmm. This book was right. written by Tom Peters. And I became a fan of Tom Peters and his books. And in fact, I managed a hotel in Cape Town and Tom Peters came along and I did a deal where wow. he did a seminar and I took my whole executive team in return for accommodating him at the hotel. Wow. Um, in January, um, a note went out uh, from EP magazine, from Chris Shepherdson, to say we should go back to basics. And he mentioned Tom Peters. So I right. put a on Twitter, and if you look at my pinned Twitter, you will see I read Tom Peters and, and the story I've just told. What has inspired me is Tom Peters said thank you and now follows me. <laughs> oh, bless. Um, <laughs> uh, and, 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 you know, that, you know, is just clearly demonstrates what you can do on social media to yeah. inspire people. And you know, to, to, to sort of hopefully, and that, that's the great thing about our industry, mm-hmm. um, you know, people to the industry by, you know, continually saying what a great industry we are, as, as Kim has already mentioned. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I can't know, follow that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It ultimately just demonstrates that it is really all about the behavior of the individual. That's right. Um, yeah, that that kind of controls that, and you can't control the behaviour of other people, especially yep. if you're if you're putting things out into the public domain. Mm-hmm. You you offer the opportunity for feedback, positive and negative, and everything mm-hmm. in between. That's right. But you, as Harry said, you take responsibility for your own response. As Kim talked about the 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 balance of, of all of these things mm-hmm. together, and just to kind of add to to Harry's story, the the day that Harry Murray followed me on Twitter was, was the day that I thought somebody once you've told me if, if, if Harry followed you back on Twitter you know you've made it in hospitality I was, well I think I, I'm clearly going to be focusing on mine now to see whether he does the same for me yes exactly uh, no I mean in, in conclusion to today I think we can definitely conclude that there are like most things there are good and bad elements mm-hmm. some great things around using it as a promotion tool, the ability to connect with people, getting immediate interaction, building communities and uh, and followings from a positive perspective. And then, of course, the negatives are, are well, we, we don't need to go into that. Everybody's aware. I'm not going to end on a negative. Um, this is a subject matter which I think could burn on for years and years and years. I think social media still has not found its actual place. Mm-hmm. I think that's still, even 20 years on, is still being fully considered um, and it's evolving all the time as things continue to evolve and I have a feeling that um, that at some point in the future cyberbullying will become uh, a, a criminal activity. Agreed. But, uh, Agreed. but I, I don't think we're there yet mm-hmm. um, but yeah I'd just like to, to thank you all for your comments today and your, your input in, in what I thought was a, another fascinating conversation. Thank you, Phil. Thank you very Thanks much, Phil. Well. Thank you. Phil. Thank you. Thank you. You're very, and very welcome. Bye, Kim. Bye, Joshua. Bye. Thank you very much, Harry. Thank you, Kim. Bye. 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 Take care. Bye. Bye. I'm Today's episode of I'm In was brought to you by Caterer.com and covered social media with Joshua Wilson, AIH, Kim Bailey, MIH, Harry Murray, FIH, and hosted by Phil Street, FIH. As always, branding and artwork by Sonia Cresswell, AIH, and music by Leon Williams, MIH. 
To say I'm in and feature on a future episode, contact phil.street at instituteofhospitality.org. And to find out more about the Institute of Hospitality or to join our hospitality family, please click the links in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and join us next time where we'll be discussing personal and business evolution.